This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description. A practical prayer is a prayer that works. These discussions between Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence dive into the details of how it works and how to work it. Reverend Bill is a New Thought minister and the author of Practical Prayer for Real Results. Your new life begins with a new thought. Carol Lawrence is on a spiritual quest, finding the New Thought teaching after decades on the pulpit in three different traditional denominations. I've got some questions. Together, they're exploring the philosophy and activities that come together from many of the world's religions to create the practical spirituality that is New Thought. Welcome to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol, here with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni. And this is episode number 111, 111, there's only one, of the Practical Prayer Podcast. Very exciting. I know, and you said only one, and I'm hung up in the synchronicity of 111. Yeah. What does that mean? Let me figure it out. Is that good for me today? You know, but this is, new thought is just fun, because it's a whole lot of things. You can just look at it and call it good. It's good. Yeah. Yes. Okay. On your market set, good. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and, and you want to talk about uh, angels and spirit guides and stuff like that. Yes, yes. And the context we have in New Thought for that, which is, there isn't one. So that seems like it's a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a lot. You know, people have a different perception of what's happening in the spirit realm, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And everybody seems to come from it in a different way. You have channelers. And, and why I may think of it one way, somebody else, actually, this really did happen. I was talking about channeling to somebody. And they were talking about like mediumship channeling their deceased relatives. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, Okay. And and I you know that's yeah. I'm I'm not going to go with that cuz it might it might sound irreverent or disrespectful. Um yeah, cuz there's a lot of people that do that. Yeah. And yeah. if it if it's helpful or if it feels good, then go for it. And if you want to attach a lot of importance and significance to it, then you can, because we have free choice. And if you want me to believe what you believe about your dead Aunt Sadie, I don't have to, because <laughs> I have free choice as well. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. I mean, And just let me be clear, when people, it's just not my particular interest for this reason. Uh, my father is gone, my mom's gone, of course. And my father and I were really, 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 really close. And um, often, you know, somebody will say, well, did you ask your father about it? And did you talk to your father? I said, no, I'm not going to bother him with this. You know, the poor guy told me everything he could before he left. And then he got Alzheimer's and his last three years were horrible. He's not interested in coming back here to tell me something he already told me before. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it's something you weren't paying attention to the first oh, it, yeah, or it's just being time hard. or a dozen times through. 
and or being hard-headed, you know, I mean, I, what would I say? I'd be too embarrassed to to ask him anything. Now, does that that obviously means that, you know, maybe I think he's there, but tell you the truth, he might be on, he's been gone 23 years, so he might be on his second or third life by now. So why would, you know, I, he's got his world to deal with. Mm. And that's fine if you're not called on to 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 call on hid the spirit of dad in that way, then that's okay. That's okay. And it's whatever is working for you. Um, my notion about all of this is I always take it back to the creation story. In the beginning, there was only God, the one that shared itself as all of its creation. And that could be the big bang, or it could be in the beginning, there was darkness and void in God. And whatever that story is, everything came from that one, which means that I did and Carol did and Carol's dad did. And so we were all part of the one in that matrix, in that energetic unfolding of the mm-hmm. one. So as we say, you know, there's an infinite intelligence that knows everything. And the mind that we are thinking with is an individualization of that mind. Mm-hmm. So if there is, there doesn't have to be a direct connection from my mind to your mind, but we can go up one and then over <laughs> and then back down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we're all part of the same one, and which means that everything that was available as dad is still available. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to go find him to get it. You can take that imprint that's the sum total of everything that's ever been known and experienced and access it that way. And that's what's comfortable for me. It's it's not that I would not tell anybody to think the way I think, you know, if they want to sit down and have a talk with their grandmother or aunt or something, that's fine if that works for you. And, and you know, I think uh, even, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm struggling with the language, but it's, I think the universe, let me use that, maybe that'll work. I think the universe honors what you need or the way that you would like to receive it. Is that a, is that a fair statement? That's okay with me, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ecclesiastes said there's there's nothing new under the sun. Now, th- that may have to do with happenings, but, you know, when I think about, like, the one mind, I think about a, a an ocean of intelligence. And, of course, I'm going to go with the ocean thing. You like an the ocean, ocean. Of, <laughs> of intelligence. And it's all there. You know, you extract from it the way that you extract from it. And if that happens to be a relative that has gone forward, I'm not going to tell you that. That's not going to happen. Um, you know, that's that's just the way it works for you. Um, I, but I also think about uh, reincarnation and things like that. So when I joke that my father might be back again already, <laughs> you know, I'm really serious about that. I'm thinking, you know, you got a lot of things going on in life. You can't just keep taking care of the one you had before. He's got another one, you know, probably. It's beyond our pay grade, you yeah. know, and, and to think, you know, that uh, there is an eternity and our life here in a human form is a uh, short bit of a timeline of eternity. To think that there's not enough eternity for you to interrupt dad with the question, oh, no, I don't want to interrupt his eternity. It's like, it's going it, to, it's going to go for a while. So <laughs> perhaps yeah. we don't need to worry about that. Now, you casually mentioned scripture again. You know, there's nothing new under the sun and uh, familiar with that. And then again, I'm involved in a teaching called New Thought. So 
does that mean that we're not anything <laughs> under the sun? <laughs> no, I, I don't think that new thought is new. I don't. I, I think that it's a beautiful term, like, because it's, it's defines a way of thinking, I suppose. If someone says, well, I'm new thought, well, you kind of know what they're, the way they interpret things somewhat. But it's still nothing new. Right. You know, because when I first encountered it, I was like, whoa, this is great. And then the more I searched and studied, it kept going back further and further and further. Then it dawned on me, okay, this is all historic, like way back. And then people gave it a new name and people think, well, new thought and get all upset. Yeah, because they think that we were claiming that it's new. Yeah, it's it's just I think it's just a a beautiful name, um, contemporary, <laughs> although yeah. it's not in the you know it was here before two thousand. I mean uh, twenty, <laughs> you know it's just nice. But it's, yeah, and the 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 difference is that it is, it is not a new technique, mm-hmm. but it is actually describing the process, and in um it'll. <laughs> A lot of 12-step programs, they, they define insanity as repeating the same activities and expecting a different result. That is mm-hmm. the very definition of insanity. And thinking of it that way, when we go from having those old behaviors and those old beliefs and doing things the same way that we've been doing them to doing, some, doing them differently, that's the new thought. I'm not going to repeat the same thoughts. I'm not going to repeat the same activities. I'm not going to repeat the same things that have brought me to this experience of a problem. I'm going to do something new. And that's what new thought is. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. It turns out this track that I'm on is in a circle. So I'm going to open that switch over there and head out straight away. Go someplace different. Hope- yeah. <laughs> Hopefully someplace nice, but at least it'll be different enough that I can choose again later. So... Um... So we got to go back to <laughs> angels to and spirits. Angels and, spirit and spirits, yeah. So yeah. Uh, people are most familiar with that uh, sometimes with again relatives that have passed on, but um, you know then they're the ascended masters, and I used to see them in a different way, and I thought, well, they were here one time, so they were somebody's relatives that mm-hmm. passed on. So kind of let's put this in context. If it's how you are relating to the, not, not the entity, the thought of, that you're relating to. Mm-hmm. That didn't come out really smoothly, but I didn't want to say person. Um, yeah, and saying their spirit implies a whole bunch of spooky woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the haunted mansion at Disney or, you know, a, you know, Casper <laughs> or something like that, which is, um, uh, which puts it in a box. So I think that energetic imprint, that tendency of thinking, the, 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 the way that people have behaved and mm-hmm. taught us and conditioned us and interacted with us, and that leaves an imprint after they're gone. I'll give you a, a relatively sad example of this. So, my dad passed away quite a while ago, and I inherited the family's dining table. Really nice dining table. But I already have a dining table. So it's been sitting in my basement for a while. And my, my youngest daughter is now married, and she and her husband were moving into a new place about a half a mile away, and <clears throat> they need a dining table. 
So I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to turn it over to them. And on the way to taking it into the truck, it got damaged. And I could hear my dad loud and clear in my head, <laughs> reacting to that as though he were right there with me. <laughs> and I told my brother and he says, yeah, that's what he'd do. <laughs> so we don't necessarily need to go sit down at a Ouija board uh, or ask a, a, a psychic medium uh, to intervene, although we can because we're opening up a channel to that energetic imprint, that intelligence, that presence, that once it exists, or even before it exists, it's there. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we think about reincarnation as that, oh, oh, you know, this person is coming back. Well, it's possible that that person is on, has been on their way back for a long time, and we're about to come up on the intersection. So we tend to think of it as I'm controlling this, you know, my zero point now is where everything is starting. If I have an idea now, that's when it's, that's, that's what I'm affecting. Mm -hmm. And it might've been going on forever. And in fact, it might've been, the the stage might've been set for something for an awfully long time. And we're finally getting around to realizing that, oh, I'd really like to know what dad thought about this. (laughs) It suddenly shows up in our life. Yeah. Yeah. When you were talking about your dad, I thought, Maybe that's why I don't think that I would talk to my father because he didn't talk a lot. You know, I could just hear him just look at me or feel him looking at me. <laughs> really, 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 this really? is this is what you know. So it, it is that presence. Then there are others that are outside of our experience, our personal experience, that um, seem very real you know, ascended masters, people that you never met mm-hmm. that seem absolutely real. Um, so I, I don't I don't struggle with that. I mean, I'm okay with it, you know, yeah. because, because I, again, there's this ocean of, of personality, of everything, you know, intellect that has come through in various personalities, but it's just the same intelligence just expressed in in kind of different ways. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, a really good friend of mine has uh, has a friend who uh, sees little blue demons, and so he'll be having an interaction with somebody. And he'll see a little blue demon on on their shoulder, and he'll know don't whatever is whatever this person's talking about. Don't do it. Don't get into a relationship here. It's to, it's a danger sign. Mm-hmm. And he's flummoxed because other people don't see the little blue demon. And it's like how can you not see that? And it's like, your system tells you that in order to stay away from something that's shady, you need to see a little blue demon. God bless you that you've got it. Because mm-hmm. it's possible that I would just start hearing the beginning of this conversation and want to run screaming from the room. I don't need a little blue demon. <laughs> I can just get the heck out of there <laughs> on other grounds. Believe me, if I saw that, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, and if I if I don't see the little blue demon, and I, I'm still hearing a Ponzi scheme, or you know somebody's trying to rope me into an MLM without claiming that it's multi level marketing, I'm leaving. I'm going mm-hmm. away. I'm going to head in a different. Room. And I might be very polite about it, but I'm certainly not going to you know I'm not going to engage. And and I think that's uh, that's important to know yourself that way, how you receive things, because we do. I think we do. Uh, People tend to think that I'm in the pulpit over 30, 
35 years almost. Mm-hmm. And people, because of that, people think, you know, well, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> and, I, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I do. But it has nothing to do with my position and, you know, my title. And I, it has nothing to do with that. I just receive messages this way. Somebody else gets them another way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's it. you got to yeah. trust the way things come to you. And in 35 years on the pulpit, you have seen a lot of stuff happen. Mm-hmm. And you're smart enough to recognize it when it's happening again to somebody else. Like, okay, I've seen this. I've seen this movie before. And let me just explain to you how I have seen it come out. And perhaps if you don't want to be in the movie that comes out this way, it's time to disengage now. Exactly. And, yeah, and, and, and yeah. then we can. And there, there are subtle things, you know, um, yeah, being a, a psychology major and got a dual degree in that, which just means I sat in a whole bunch of classes because it was interesting. Well, a lot of that stuff comes back, you know, it's, it's no magic there. It's not wooey or anything. It's just things make sense to me. Yep. Understanding human nature and then understanding how we're engaging in it and then being able to make a clear choice. Mm-hmm. Let's take a break, and then I will tell you about the wedding scammers. Is Reverend Bill letting you know that the Practical Prayer for Real Results class is now available on demand? That's right. You can take it at your own pace, anytime you want. All of the information is at BeTheLight.com. That's B-The-Light.com. You know where to find that stuff. The class is five lessons, broken down into 18 modules, and you can take them at whatever pace is comfortable for you. As you work through the process, it starts out with the theory, goes into the practice, there are experiential activities and exercises, and at the end of the program, you will wind up with an understanding of how practical prayer works and a practical prayer for yourself that will work to create transformation in your life. And as you know, it works for everything. Take a look at the class online at BeTheLight.com. There's a sample lesson so you can see how the class is going to work for you and then dive in. The great news is it's on sale now. You can register and save $20 off of the regular price. I'm looking forward to seeing you in class. the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol, here with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni, and the conversation's amazing. Yeah, we're talking about angels and spirit guides, and I mentioned before the break, uh, wedding scammers. Mm. And this is a story that, between the two of us, goes back over a year since the first wedding scammer showed up. And the, the scam is somebody will contact me about being the officiant for their wedding, and uh, I'll tell them I have the date available, and there's a whole story, and it turns out that their boss is paying for the ceremony, but inadvertently sends the check for the ceremony and the photographer to me, and I'm just supposed to send back the difference. And of course, it's a bad check, and it's... And the first time this was going on, you told me, what are you talking about checks? Who does checks? That's that's old school. <laughs> Don't get involved in that. And I mean, so you had an intuitive knowing this is this is not going to end well, and um, and I've been intrigued by their bad behavior and also their incredibly bad grammar and punctuation uh, and curious timing. And 
they continue to to contact me from time to time. And I I realized over the weekend that I'd had enough of it because I got uh, contacted by somebody and I should have known, you know, and I, I did. You know, their phone number is 00000. Mm-hmm. They're getting married in Pittsburgh. I'm in Philadelphia. Um, and they want me to contact them, not through the wedding platform, but through their direct email because they might not be able to respond. It's like, okay, this has scam written all over it. Mm-hmm. So I just wrote back and I said, it's too far away for me. And they wrote back. And they said, now we booked the venue. And this is, we'd like to have you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> really how much would thing. you charge? It's like, I'm not going to waste any more time on this. And it's a, and that's there's some some guidance that's available there. Now I had another one a couple of weeks ago. Showed up and the the, the wedding is going to be like three and a half four hours away, all the way in the southern part of Maryland. It's like okay, this seems like a scam, but it turns out that's where the couple lives. The bride grew up right down the street. They're getting married at a venue where I've done weddings before, and I'm booked to do their wedding. <laughs> So, and it's going to be great. It seemed like it was going to be a scam. So I don't want to just like push people away. So what I'm looking for is that guidance. Is it an angel? Is it a spirit guide? Is it intelligence? Because I've had one that looked like a scam that wasn't and another that looks like a scam and is. Mm -hmm. And how do I be present to what's going on and not throw the baby out with the bathwater and don't not spend a whole lot of time with it wasted and eventually being yelled at by the scammers? I'm not going to send the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not. Well, there's there's so much um going on out there. And this is this is just me, right? So like there's no book anybody can use. This is just Carol. You know, I just this is me. I just bow my head and go inside and say, who's talking to me here? Hmm. Just who is speaking to me? Yeah. And I get a get an answer. And it's done. It's just done. And I have to tell you, I have never, ever, 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 ever been wrong. And it's, I just, because I just believe that um, it could be spirit guide, it could be anything, I don't care. I just know where to go when I need to know. Okay. And that's that's actually a perfect description of it because you have your way of describing what other people would call a little blue demon or an angel or a spirit guide or um, a, a mystic or a, a soothsayer or a medium or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you have your, your own technique of doing that. And it is not just reliable, it's infallible. I have to have it, you know, because I'm... I can be gullible. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. I was raised in a bubble. You know, my parents raised my sister and I in a bubble. So it, my kids laugh at me and say, he's just ridiculously naive. And listen, by this time, it's just throughout my life, it's too late. It's, that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. I'm a pastor. You, The first pulpit that I stepped up into and they called me pastor, I realized I am no match for these people. <laughs> I'm no match for this, <laughs> but here I am. So let's go. Okay. And and I trust my intuition. You know, it's what it's all kind of names for it, I suppose. Yeah. So do your grandchildren ever try and work you? No. Okay. No, nobody does. Okay. <laughs> nobody. They're scared of me. 
Okay. And they're scared that it wouldn't work, that they get caught partway through and it'd be much worse than just not having whatever it is. That, okay. Yeah. That works. Yeah. That works. And set up the, the framework or the model or the, 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 the rules of engagement and then work that way. And other I, people have blue demons on their shoulders. <laughs> they said, she's going to know. No, no, she's going to know. She's going to know. That's what I hear. She's going to know. She's going to know. But then there's always one, you know, who <laughs> somebody told them, I don't even know why you tried that. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, so you say that there's no particular angels, guardian angels and all. This is just how a person's perception designs I, those things. Um, I'm going to duck a little bit on that one. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say that it that they don't exist. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that they're not relevant for our purposes. Because our purpose here, as we've as we've covered in previous episodes, is to be here. Our purpose in, in human life on earth is to be having human life on earth and to have that experience. Everything that goes on from our birthday to our end date, um, we are experiencing life in human form. And there's a lot of evidence that there's a whole lot more going on. There's mm-hmm. stuff from before, there's stuff from after, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's not visible to us. We're limited to our five senses plus what we've been able to figure out about the universe. By the way, I'm getting into quantum physics and the stuff that we can see in the universe is really different than the stuff that's in the universe that's beneath the level of what we can see. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that's going on that we don't know about. And I got to figure that the reason we don't know about it is because it doesn't apply to what we're doing here having life on Earth. Mm-hmm. So are there angels who can guide us from a bigger picture? Yes, of course. There is a way that we can take the guidance of that infinite intelligence and, and put it to use. Mm-hmm. Is there a specific core of angels that have been assigned to do this? It doesn't matter. Maybe there are, maybe there aren't, but we're not going to get into that particular organization until we're done with what we're doing here on Earth. <laughs> but you do know there are people who do believe that. And that's you can, fine. You had, yeah. Then, and there are people who believe, you know, one version of the story, that it's spirit guides, and another one that insists that it's angels, and another one that insists that it's little blue demons. And... They're all right. If it works for you, if being able to be still and go within and ask, who's this talking? Mm-hmm. If that works, then it works because that infinite intelligence is available and it's, it, we're 8 billion individuals, you know, humans on earth now mm-hmm. with a lineage that has come before us and another lineage that's coming after us. And we're all different. And there could be simultaneously eight billion different understandings of it and all of them are right for that particular individual Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the fun here happens when i have an idea and you have an idea and then we fight with each other to convince (laughs) somebody else which one of us is right (laughs) which is which is why you know i don't see the fight it's like that we can have a nice conversation about it Mm -hmm. and then walk away you know people will ask me what do you think or what should i do there's no way i'm going to give you an answer because what's right for me and the way I see it and the way I interpret spiritual things is very different than perhaps the way you might do it. Mm-hmm. So sharpen the skill you have. Or sharpen- <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully, you know, I mean that. Sharpen the, the thing that you have. Like I, I call it intuition. 
And it could be that or anything else. But I did do a whole lot of, because it comes easy to me. It's just real. It's like second nature. Hmm. Now, when that happened, I have no idea. But I absolutely depend on it, trust it 100%. But that's not everybody, you know. And I trust my intuition for me. Maybe not hmm. you, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that tees up a beautiful prayer. So we're going to take a break. And when we continue, we're going to do a prayer about being a spirit guide. Mm. Learn to put practical prayer to work in your life. The steps are simple to learn and let you begin to get real results to create the life of your dreams immediately. Reverend Bill Marcioni's widely acclaimed book, Practical Prayer for Real Results, gives you a clear summary of the new thought principles behind practical prayer and the series of easy-to-understand steps found in the most effective prayers from religions and spiritual practices all over the world and throughout history. Practical prayer is not a replacement for your religion or practice. It's a technique to make the work you do in consciousness even more effective. The book includes 40 prayers on various topics that you can adapt as needed and use as your own. Practical Prayer for Real Results is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook on Amazon or at b-the-light.com. That's b-the-light.com. back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol here with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni. And before you pray, I got to ask you a question. Okay. How is it you always have a prayer for whatever we talk about when you don't know what we're going to talk about until we're talking about it? And then you'll say that cues up a prayer. Now, how do you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever hung around at a party or a bar or a social event and somebody tells a joke and that reminds somebody else of a joke and they tell a joke and that reminds somebody else of a joke and it goes around and around and around with everybody being reminded of jokes that they've known for 10 or 20 or 30 or 50 years. And what happens in these conversations that we have is you'll say something or I'll say something or something will come to mind that will remind me of a prayer that we can do. And it's in my mind very similar to Hey, have you ever heard the one about? <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it goes, right? <laughs> that's how it goes in my mind. Okay. So, and right. I mean, I uh, I also do these meditations online on Zoom twice a day. And you've been to a bunch of them. Uh, for anybody who's listening, they're open to anybody. You can find the info on newthoughtphilly.org. Uh, they're at 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Eastern time. And we'll you know, just get a group together, you know, somewhere between you know, two and 20 people. And we'll chat for a little while because we all know each other because we do this twice a day. And somehow out of the conversation, there will be the glimmerings of uh, meditation. And I'll just, okay, we'll do a meditation on that. And that's one of the things that I'm able to do is to find the metaphor, find the meaning, find the, find the pattern in something, and then turn that into a meditation or a prayer. So that's, this, that's like one of my gifts. Yes, I was going to use that word gift. And it took a while to find that out. (laughs) So the prayer today is going to be 
on being a spirit guide. When there is somebody else in our presence or in our life that is in need of guidance, help, support, uh, assistance, or uplift, there is an opportunity for us to be that spirit guide, to be the presence, to invite that divine light of God's love to shine through us and as us in a way that that other person or those other people can be illumined. So we get to invite that divine power and presence that we are to share itself through us and bring more good, not just into our lives, but into the lives of the people who are nearby, who perhaps are hurting or confused or uh, in need of comfort and love and support. So we can do that not by our actions necessarily, but by our presence. So that's the prayer today. So as you're comfortable, you can close your eyes or go within or go to a soft focus if closing your eyes would be dangerous for any reason. And be aware of that one divine power and presence, that creative source of everything that exists. We can call it nature. We can call it spirit. We can describe it as the Big Bang or in the beginning there was darkness and void. Whatever it is, it's that one from which everything has sprung through evolution or divine unfolding or the begats. Everything is that one taking form in its own particular way. That everything includes me and each one who is listening and everyone who we are in contact with. There is that oneness, that presence, right here and right now and always. So the claim that I'm making right now, knowing that we are one with that infinite creative power, knowing that each one within the sound of my voice is the divine light of God's infinite love shining in their own specific and particular way. That that light is not only guiding each of us, it is shining forth and illuminating all those who are around us. So when there is a question or confusion, when there is a need to know or an opportunity to choose, that bright light of divine love that's shining as and through and in what we are is illuminating the path for those who are around us. And we are, in a divine way, able to provide that guidance, that insight, that uplift for everyone we come in contact with. And love is unfolding. And the story is good and more good and more good for each of us and for everyone involved. This is love unfolding. I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for the good. I'm grateful for the guidance. I'm grateful for the stories we get to tell about how wonderful it is to be that bright light of divine love and watch it reflect back from the people around us we love and care and support. And so with gratitude for all of this good and the way it is unfolding, with gratitude for the bright light that is shining ever more brightly through all of us, with gratitude for all of this good, I speak this word and I release it into that creative law, that same creative law that has created everything. It's now acting upon this. The light is shining, the good is unfolding, and so I let it be. And so it is. The Practical Prayer Podcast with Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence is a production of BeTheLight.com. Be-the-light. Where you can find more information about practical prayer for real results. 
Our theme is by Music of Wisdom. You can learn about the spiritual community of New Thought Philadelphia with daily guided meditations, weekly celebrations of spirit, and Reverend Bill's classes in practical spirituality at newthoughtphilly.org. This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description.